Hello, everybody. This is Luke and Jody Duquette from Work Gamer News. Work Gamer Oh, yeah. So we're here to talk to you today about 200 different job positions for work campers. Because it's our 200th episode of the podcast. And yeah. so we thought that was, like, appropriate. Appro-pro. Uh, so, <laughs> um, in case you aren't familiar with the term work camping, it's doing any kind of work while living in an RV. So it really encompasses a lot of different opportunities in a whole bunch of different industries. Sometimes work camping is just portrayed as working in a campground or working a job where an RV site is provided, but those are limited definitions and they don't really paint the whole picture of all the different kinds of opportunities there are out there. So since this is the 200th episode of the Work Camper Show podcast, Jody thought it would be fun to share <laughs> 200 different work camping positions with you, our dear listeners. So as we go through the list, you'll see what uh, work camping can be and how it can fit for many types of people with varying personalities, wants, and needs. Yeah. Now, when compiling this list, um, I combed through our different employer members here at Work Camper News. I looked through the Help Wanted ads that they have shared through our popular website, WorkCamper.com, and also in our bi-monthly magazine that we published for 35 years that's still on the website, too. And certainly there are opportunities out there that we won't cover today, but this episode will give you a great idea of the variety that you can connect with as a Work Camper News member a variety that you just won't find anywhere else. By utilizing our very robust toolkit that we've created and curated for work campers, we make it really easy to help you find the right jobs for you. That's right, Jody. And speaking of variety, work campers can be volunteers, W-2 employees, or independent contractors. Most positions that we're gonna talk about today would fall under the typical description of a W-2 employee, but some of them might might end up being an independent contractor type of job. Yeah. And what exactly is the difference between those two? Or sure. Three? Yeah, so W-2 employee, like if the employer is wanting you to work specific hours, they're dictating how you're going to do things, they're providing you the equipment to do it, they're going to tell you a specific uniform that you're supposed to wear. Like those are the typical characteristics of an employee where an independent contractor relationship is going to be more so where they're going to ask, they're going to, the employer's going to give you the end result that they want and you're going to have more flexibility in accomplishing that. So sometimes management positions uh, might be independent contractor positions or maybe you're being hired on as a photographer and the employer's like, I need a new campground brochure, go make it. And so you're you're going to take the photos on your time and put that all together and deliver it to the employer at the agreed upon time. So you're using your own equipment and dictating when you're doing it. So uh, there's more flexibility with the independent contractor and there's tax ramifications for both. So that's why we want work campers to make sure they're communicating with the employer and getting that clarification up front. Absolutely. And then with volunteering, you're you're usually going to be on a schedule, but that's going to be more of a barter situation um, and more typically with a governmental agency or a nonprofit. Mm. And so they have some different, you know, guidelines and things as far as having people working for them and, and stuff like that. So anyway, cool. there, there kind of is a lot to know about this work camping thing, but that's what we're here for to help you guys figure all of that out. So um, still, For sure. still thinking about uh, compensation um, with these different roles that we're going to talk about. The compensation is going to vary a lot as well. So even if it is the same position, like we're going to hear a lot of maintenance positions today, uh, the compensation provided by each employer is going to be different. So we caution you on making assumptions about duties and compensation when reviewing the different help wanted ads out there. These jobs are like snowflakes. No two are the same. So when we talk about these positions, we're giving you a generalization or a compilation of what we've seen employers share. You'll want to be sure to do your research and ask many questions of each employer that you're interested in working for. So that way you can make that educated decision on if that opportunity is going to be right for you or not. Yeah. 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 So before we really get into all these details of the different positions that we've listed out here on our papers. Which you might hear a little rustling of as we go through. Um, you, might, you might see on occasion an employer have an advertisement for a work camper, quote unquote. The job title is work camper. Um, this is one of those situations where an employer has a specific definition in their mind of what a work camper does, but you, dear listener, you know that the duties of a work camper could mean a lot of different things. 
In those cases, you'll certainly want to be sure to clarify the expected job duties for that employer. So for we just sure. wanted to get that out there. Work, uh, work camper really isn't a job title in our opinion. but Yeah, or a specific um, compensation. It's just there's too many variations of what that could mean to someone. So Absolutely. But, you know, work camper employers are... They uh, don't always know. They don't always They're know. They're running their own business. They don't necessarily know what other businesses are doing that hire work campers. Exactly. They're, they've got enough to worry about. And they're not wrong. They are They're looking not for wrong. a work camper. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So when compiling these 200 positions, um, I wanted to make it a little bit organized so we weren't just jumping all over the place. So what I did is I kind of organized the positions by like category or business type, basically. Um, so the type of business that's hiring work campers. And we'll talk about some of the different positions then available at each of these like business types or categories. So the first one that I started with is RV parks and campgrounds because that is the most prevalent type of business business that we see advertising to work campers. And there is a big variety just in this category here because that could mean a small mom and pop commercial campground with just a few RV sites. It could be one of those RV resorts that has like hundreds of sites and like stores and activities and go-karts and I don't know, a hundred different things to do on the property. Um, it could be a government-operated campground or an Army Corps of Engineer campground. Or it could be a non-hookup camping area in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. It really <laughs> kind of runs the gamut. So uh, lots, lots of variety here just in this um, type of business. Absolutely. So to get things started, of course, you've got the, uh, the typical camp host position, but that could mean so many different things. Yeah. It could run the gamut from your checking in people at the front booth to uh, guiding people to their sites to cleaning out fire rings to picking up trash to... Running the office, cleaning the bathroom, like, you know, doing security, being on call. Um, it could really mean a lot or it could mean a little. Yeah. Again, this is one of those positions you really want to clarify with the employer yeah, and with each employer because a camp host at one campground will have different duties than a camp host at another. And the same goes for these other positions as well. True. Like, again, uh, just don't make assumptions on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So other opportunities that we listed under this category um, is, of course, working in the campground office, likely doing reservations over the phone, maybe dealing with the online, like a the campground reservation software systems. You might be using a point of sale, uh, doing cashier for you know foods or camping goodies or whatever else they've got for sale there. Um, and of course, you know dealing with the customers, um, talking to them on the phone or dealing with them in person, which can be super fun or maybe not so fun sometimes. <laughs> And then um, most places may have a manager or assistant manager. Again, that's going to depend on the size of the operation, just kind of how much management is in place. And, and then, I mean, we kind of hit on some of these already when we were talking about what a camp host does, but uh, you could specifically be a greeter or an escort to the site, uh, or you could be a day use gate attendant or potentially security courtesy porch. Security courtesy. Courtesy. <laughs> wow, control? I can't say that word. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of those positions that was in that was specifically in an ad was courtesy patrol, and I thought that had a nice ring to it. Mm. You know, it sounded a little softer than security. It sounded sure. a little less, you know. If you can say it. Well. Authoritative. Yeah, if you can say it. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, a few things there again. You know, dealing more specifically with interacting with guests. Um, then uh, I have maintenance as another position. And again, this one could have a pretty widespread definition. Uh, it might be light maintenance, which is maybe just doing some cleaning, fixing up things, light work here and there. Or it could mean, you know, digging ditches for new sewer lines, painting entire buildings, constructing new buildings. Um, I mean, it, it could mean a lot of things. Dealing with electricity. electricity. <laughs> mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Sometimes you'll see, though, the employers advertise specifically for a carpenter, for an electrician, uh, for some of those more specialized positions. Uh, but we see maintenance a lot, and that, like I said, could mean a lot of things. So definitely want to clarify on that, especially yeah. if you maybe have some physical limitations or wouldn't be comfortable, you know, working with electricity or certain things. Mm -hmm. 
and some of those spe- more specific job positions or job titles that would fall potentially under a maintenance type category um, would be maybe like Jody already mentioned, a carpenter or electrician, a handyman or handy person, a pool or a hot tub uh, uh fixer person you didn't, yeah uh, you put a supervisor here so that's kind of a different position well, that's like you're supervising it in my opinion you're super like that's when you're supervising like the chemical levels yes. and, and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. making sure it's all the right temps and yeah, yeah some of those bigger resorts they have multiple pools even and so you're checking them you know throughout the day maybe cleaning skimming stuff out of the water etc or maybe you're a lifeguard Mm-hmm. Um, back to more maintenance type stuff. There's groundskeeping or landscaping, mm-hmm. housekeeping. That's not so much maintenance, but that's a different, right. uh, different type of position there. Uh, yeah. I guess there's nothing else on this list that's more maintenancey here. For true, that's but, uh, true. Yeah, but that, I mean, housekeeping could kind of run the gamut yeah, too. From you know, oh, I see a light bulb's out. I need to fix it. Oh, this water faucet's leaking in this cabin. I better sure. fix it. You know, or you just would report that issue to maintenance, and the maintenance person would then come and, mm-hmm. and again, fix it just it up. depends on the employer and yeah. how many people do they have working for them and all that. So yeah, and um, housekeeping's going to vary. You know, depending upon the operation, if they have cabins there or not, um, or you could just be maintaining maybe a laundry room or bathhouse, shower houses. Sure. And some of the bigger resorts, um, you could get into more specialized positions. Mm. Uh, Some will have mail rooms. I know we talked to a couple um, at Calam Resorts in Arizona. Uh, They are, you know, have the big, nice resorts with all the stuff to do. And they specifically had work campers running the mail room to Mm -hmm. make sure, you know, people had their mail all organized. So that was really cool. They have a bunch of unique opportunities at places like that. Um, Those 55 plus more of like a retirement community style uh, places where you might have a RV park and or potentially houses with RV like casitas, like parking RV parking stuff. built yeah. in and all kinds of activities and stuff. So they would have some of these different positions like activities directors, although some campgrounds and RV parks have activities directors as well. It's, yeah, like um, KOAs and Jellystones that have a lot of kids, they'll have activities going on that they'll need directors for. Event yep. coordinators or people like setting up tables and chairs. Mm-hmm. Decor, that was something that was specific to Calam, especially when we yeah. were there visiting. They had a whole department of people that had just decorations and stuff that they had to put out for events and parties and they would they would they had a warehouse full of stuff and it was just it they was, kept them organized and maintained them if they got broken or messed up. It was really amazing to see. Super cool. They had art people on staff that would just keep it all maintained and looking yeah. good and all kinds of stuff, but yeah. Uh, so you can, if you guys do have like a specific hobby or something that you really like to do, sometimes you can find positions that cater to that hobby specifically, and we'll get into more of that as we go along here. Uh, but some other types of things you might find at a big, um, a big RV park like those Calam ones would be maybe a yoga instructor, even or a massage therapist. Um, there's even an arcade at some of them. So yeah. you might be an attendant at an arcade. <laughs> Sounds uh, rough, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, um, Some places have food service available. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, that's going to get into being a cook or a baker or maybe a bartender or a server or... Maybe some places have water. Water. Like a lake or a pond or... So they might have a concessions area by the water feature or a dock system that may need maintenance or boat rental people or something, um, or even a bait shop attendant. So all kinds of interesting things out there for you to to do if you want to work in RV parks and campgrounds. Mm -hmm. And I mean, most often I think where campers like these kinds of positions because it is very likely that you're going to be receiving an RV site um, as part of the compensation or maybe just for a small fee um, and be able to live where you're working. You know, there's pretty much going to be no commute in that regard. So that's a positive. Those are going to be the more typical work camping job. Yeah. Um, What most people think of when you think of work camping. Yeah. But that is only about 30 different positions or or job types uh, that we've got listed here so we got a ways to go yeah we got about 170 more to talk about that (laughs) aren't your typical work camping position so um, let's jump into that with uh, hotel motel inns lodges and spas yeah so and a lot of these might be in like locations um, adjacent to or inside of 
like national parks, national monuments, and, and maybe just real cool touristy areas. We love touristy areas. Mm -hmm. um, and so, or some of these might be super remote. Like it's a, you know, there's a couple, there's a shooting lodge like up in South Dakota. And then there's a, another one, I forget where it was. But there was one in Vegas for a while. Yeah. Not well, sure. that's a, that, that was a different thing that you're oh, remembering. Okay. We'll talk about that one later. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So Jump in the gun. <laughs> I know. Ooh, Ooh, good one. Good one. Okay. Um, so anyway, some of these might be more remote. Some of these might be amongst, you know, a lot of stuff going on. But um, here are some of the different positions that we've seen listed for, for that type of business. Uh, we've got manager, of course, uh, lodge hand, front desk reservations, housekeeping, a laundry attendant, uh, maintenance positions, of course. Again, what does that mean? I don't know. You'll have to ask. Uh, and then this was one. I, I had to look this up. A porter. Have you ever heard of this job position? Uh, yes. <laughs> a hotel porter. I, it sounds familiar, but I don't remember what it is. Yeah, they're the, like, it's basically like someone who takes your bags to your room for you hmm. and, like, just transports stuff around. Why isn't you're it transporting? You're porting things around. Huh. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know why they cut that off. Uh, I, anyway. English. We're learning new things as we go. Isn't it fun, everybody? <laughs> All right. And then um, barista, bartender, server, cook, kitchen staff. Um, again, some of these places will have food service provided as well as the lodging accommodations. Uh, then we move into some of the kind of fancier stuff uh, like licensed massage therapist, esthetician, yoga instructor. Uh, you're going to find that more in the spa realm. And actually, um, Luke, you'll like this one. Uh, it wasn't too long ago, a newer spa lodge place in Yahats, Oregon, um, <laughs> which is spelled like Yakets. It's so funny, but I think it's Yahats. Anyway, huh. we were up there, and it's a gorgeous place right on the ocean. So I was like, ooh, that's a fun one. But they were looking for interpretive guides, campfire hosts, breakfast and guest room attendants, and um, also event setup and takedown. So... Mm. lots of interesting things and you know different places are going to do things in different ways and have maybe more unique um, opportunities like just a campfire host you might just be hanging out around the campfire and chatting with guests and stuff like that sounds pretty cool interesting yeah yeah and I know that we reused some job types in this uh, list of things but stick with us because there's a bunch of new stuff coming up yeah <laughs> but it's I mean it's going to be I mean some of the duties you know will be the same but it's a whole different environment could be different, different industry, compensation different, yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah all right so next up on our list is the private or commercial ranch business type um, this might just be someone with a lot of property looking for some extra help or maybe a commercial property that hosts guests or events, like maybe like a wedding chapel right. kind of thing in a barn or something. Yeah, it's just like a really pretty area, you um, know, to be at. As um, an example, our ranch is mm -hmm. a horse ranch that also has hundreds of RV sites and cabins and pools, and they've advertised with us. For a long time. For a long time. I believe they're in California, but it's a big operation. I mean, I was surprised at how many sites they have and stuff, but that's why they that's why they need work campers. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, at a ranch or something like that, you might be a ranch hand, uh, you might uh, you might be a handyman or a handy person or a property caretaker. There may be some animal handling involved mm -hmm. or caretaking of animals, uh, of course, groundskeeping. Uh, you might be in a general hospitality position. Uh, again, maybe activities director. Yeah, or... it's just going to depend on what type of ranch it is, yeah. you know. Yeah. Or just a simple snack bar attendant if they just have maybe some light food or something mm -hmm. there yeah like I said when I was looking at this category it really varied you know there was just some folks who were like oh we got 10 acres and some dogs and we need to go out of town so we need somebody to maintain it for the mm -hmm. summer be a caretaker yeah yeah all the way up to places like our ranch which has hundreds of RV sites and cabins and pools and all kinds of stuff so yeah and some other sort of things that we've seen in that maybe it's in the next one probably is I was thinking of horseback guides but I see it here under the next category, which is tour companies and adventure parks. So I'll just save it for that one. So here we go. Yeah. Um, some of these types of jobs uh, would be like pink Jeep tours and Pigeon Forge, where you can you can go and have literal tours in these pink Jeeps. Yeah. Open top Jeeps. and Yeah. And, or um, Acadia Bike in Maine. Yeah. They do bike rentals and they also have a kayaking um, 
rental business as well. So uh, they do a lot of, they just, they need a lot of bodies and there's a lot involved there, a lot of different positions. Um, and then some of these that we're going to talk about um, are in Alaska. Uh, for anyone who hasn't been to Alaska yet, you have a fishing tour guide that takes you fishing or you, you go and do dog mushing where you go and you get to meet the dogs and ride the dog sleds or, or you helicopter a, guided a yeah, helicopter tour or a plane tour uh, to take you to a see tour bears. Of a glacier or yeah, walking or a boat tour, mm-hmm, jet mm-hmm. ski tour. I mean, there's a bunch of different business types like that up in Alaska. So um, lots of opportunities to work and play for sure when you're up in Alaska. So uh, some of the different positions we listed under this category, of course, that Jeep tour guide with pink Jeep tours, uh, canoe guide, ATV guide, horseback guide, basically anything that someone can ride, you can <laughs> guide them doing that thing, okay? Um, so then there's shuttle drivers that are needed because, you know, once those kayakers put in, they float somewhere else and they need to be picked up. Uh, a dock representative, so maybe you're renting the canoes on the lakeside and you know helping them get the canoes in the water and then back out of the water. Uh, we talked about the dog handler or the musher. Uh, that's with Alaska excursions up in Alaska. Uh, perhaps you'll be a boat captain or maybe a marine mechanic if the entity is you know water based. Uh, bus tour driver, uh, especially in Glacier National Park, they have those famous uh, red buses. And I believe it's one of the concessionaires, either Aramark or maybe Zantara, that uh, I think it's Zantara that hires the drivers for those famous buses where you're driving and maybe speaking at the same time, given you know some information as to what you're looking at. Uh, there are some places with zip line guides and then at the Bachelor Syracuse Mine Tour in Colorado, they're an employer of ours. They're seeking tour guides to be gold panners as well. So you take people through the mine and then take them and do some, you know, play gold panning for gold and stuff. So hmm. again, you know, some really unique, fun things that Sounds you can like do. Sounds like it could be a lucrative opportunity. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I'm sure there's so much real gold in the stuff they give them to pan, I bet. <laughs> All right, so the next category we've got here would be amusement parks. Yeah, and we're moving into, we've gone through, we're at position number 70. I'm sure all going, of you guys are counting and keeping track. Going fast. Yeah. So uh, amusement parks, we've had many different amusement parks advertised with us over the years. Some of the bigger names that you might be familiar with would be Dollywood, uh, Silver Dollar City, uh, Adventureland Resort. In Iowa. Um, where's... Uh, Dollywood's in Tennessee. Dollywood's in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Yeah. Silver, Silver Dollar, Dollar City's, City's in Branson. Branson. Mm-hmm. Adventureland Resort in Des Moines, Iowa, or mm-hmm. Altoona, actually. Storyland. New Hampshire. That's New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We should visit them. We should visit them. Yeah. That one's a little more kid, little kid based. Oh, uh, well, maybe not then. <laughs> <laughs> Beach Bend Park and Splash Lagoon in Kentucky. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that sounds like a fun one. A couple of different employers that have advertised with us for amusement park type jobs, which might consist of... Ticket sales, parking attendants, shuttle drivers, janitorial services, ride operations, games operations, food service, or retail staff. Yeah, and there may be some other back-end support stuff, accounting or HR or who knows what else you could get into. Sometimes you'll end up going to an employer and working there and really liking it and maybe want to return for multiple seasons or stay there long term and oftentimes that can open you up to you know maybe some upper echelon positions Um, we've known a lot of work campers that have moved into some hr roles management roles um, you know background staff at different places so yeah, but it all depends on what you want to do. If you want to stay in one place for a long period of time, cool. If you want to move around and do something different all the time, awesome. You can make this lifestyle what you want it to be. And I will say uh, in this particular category, uh, if you have any musical interests or uh, if you like being in theatrics, often oftentimes that's an opportunity that you can get into um, at these types of places. I know at Adventureland there were all kinds of shows where there's like magic shows and musical Mm -hmm. shows you had singers and dancers and uh jody can speak more to this because that was your first job well i wasn't in the show i just did i was a sound technician for the shows so i ran the microphones and stuff like that yeah at adventureland at adventureland back in the day yeah and that's actually well side note quick side note so that's where work camper news and jody's dad steve 
got started together. So, oh, she's rolling her eyes at me like, why do we need to get into all of this? This is about <laughs> job positions, not about our history. <laughs> but it's interesting. Is it? Yeah. Well, there's a podcast episode for that. Oh, Where we is. talk about the history of Work Camper News and how it got started. All right. Well, I will point you back to find that one then. <laughs> and we'll continue on with our list of... Stay focused, Luke. Stay of, focused. Of We've got a ways to go. All right. So that was amusement parks. That got us to 77. Yeah. Uh, next up is traveling carnivals. You can run away with a circus. Oh, yeah. Uh, Straight Shows is an employer that has been with us for a long, 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 long time um, that hires Work Campers. And they're always seeking carnival office managers, office staff, operations management, equipment operators, mechanics, class A CDL drivers, electricians, welders, ride superintendents, and ride operators. Mm-hmm. I guess they don't do games, maybe, with their carnivals. Or if they do games operations, it's maybe handled by somebody else. Maybe, maybe that's a whole other company that sets up games and stuff. Hmm. I don't know. Could be. There may be other carnival companies that have games operations if that's if that's your jam. <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't seen them advertised, so. <laughs> All, All right, right. So that's so... carnivals. My next category I had was travel centers. Um, we have a couple travel centers that advertise exclusively for work campers. Uh, Bolin Travel Centers, they're located in New Mexico and Arizona. And then Coffee Cup Travel Plaza, they have locations in North Dakota and in South Dakota. And so at these travel centers, uh, pretty maybe easy to see what you might be doing there, but positions could entail cashiers, uh, work in food service, doing maintenance, <laughs> question mark as to what that completely entails, uh, work in the sales floor, being a manager, doing inventory, stocking, or perhaps custodial maintenance. Um, so definitely some opportunities there. Um, you're going to have a good chance of interacting with a lot of people at travel centers, a lot of different types of people. And uh, the Bolin travel centers are really unique. They've actually, you know, set up RV sites for their work campers at the travel center locations kind of behind it and stuff. So uh, that's another one where you get to um, work and live in the same location. It makes it really easy. And they even had a couple of different, like, um, tiny homes that they had available for employees. Yeah, I, I think so. At a couple of their different locations. Mm-hmm. So maybe not tiny homes. Yeah, some of these places like may models. offer housing. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I forget. We tend to think more specifically about those who are in RVs. Um, but on average, I would say we see maybe 5 to 10% of our employers that advertise have housing available that's not like an RV site. It's going to be maybe a dormitory or a tiny home, a mobile home, a house that's built on site, an apartment, something like that. So um, if you don't have an RV, uh, there is still opportunities for you. It's just going to be more limited. For sure. All right. So our next category of businesses would be retail, retail which is kind yeah. of general, but lot, there's lots of different retail positions that, that hire work campers. Uh, there's all kinds of concessionaires in the national parks, uh, Yellowstone General Stores or Aramark. Zantara is another one. There's mm-hmm. national park associations like the Grand Canyon Conservancy or Grand Teton Association or Yellowstone Forever. Yeah, so they operate like the kind of gift stores that you see in the visitor centers mm-hmm. in these national mm-hmm. parks. And Can- then some other kind of just fun ones that I found. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, one was called Kitty Hawk Kites. And it, it's literally like it's retail stores and they're selling kites and a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> um, and they have multiple locations along the East Coast. And I just I thought that was kind of more unique. It's it, They definitely have more of that like beachy, East Coast beachy vibe. Mm. Um, but that was fun. And then there's a couple other locations. An Ace Hardware and Mike's Market Grocery Store. That's in Utah. Kanab, uh, Utah, I think it was. And then Kroll's Market in South Dakota, that's over near the Badlands. Um, so another, you know, prime area that a lot of work campers like to go to. So um, you never know. I mean, even, you know, kind of traditional business types like this that you think, well, what are they hiring work campers for? Well, some of them just see the need. They might, you know, create some RV sites on their property and uh, get work campers coming in. With They just see the value in you guys. So yeah. some of the job types are? Well, I was just going to say before we jump oh, into please. that. that- that uh, even if a, a a business doesn't have space for an RV on their property, mm-hmm. it could be that there's a campground or RV park close by within a few miles that they would consider working with to get you a spot at and potentially pay for it or help pay for it. Uh, so 
it really, it opens up the doors to all kinds of different businesses and, and, and opportunities out there. It doesn't have to just be a campground or RV park. And that's kind of the point of what we're trying to get across here with all these different types of businesses and industries that can hire work campers for all these different positions. So, but um, in a retail type position, you know, you're going to, of course, have a cashier, a stocker, maybe a deli attendant or a meat cutter, meat slicer. Uh, of course, there's always a need for manager manager type positions at those types of operations, uh, custodians, uh, inventory management, warehouse associates, employee dining room cooks. And that's going to be more in like the concessionaire operated places in the national parks. They have the employee dining rooms. For sure. Um, cash room, cash room associate. Yeah. Like, you know, all these, especially like the places that have like Yellowstone general stores have multiple general stores around the park and they're all, you know, taking cash and doing money stuff. So all that money needs to go somewhere. Hmm. So they have a centralized location or like a bank for the business where all the money goes in and they keep track of it. And then they make sure that the stores have enough, you know, money to function with on hand and stuff to give people change. And so, yeah, sure. Sure. That makes sense. Really. Maybe you were a former bank teller or something. Maybe you'd be really good at that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Some other potential positions at retail type operations would be a retail assistant. I don't know what that means. We'd have to ask the employer. Yeah. But it was in an ad. So right. It was in an go. ad. <laughs> <laughs> and again, all of these were things that Jody pulled out of different ads that have been ran with our on our website or in our magazine. So yeah. some of these we are maybe potentially like, what is that? Like the Porter one that you were talking about. I have to, <laughs> have to Google it and find out. <laughs> right. Um, um, a buyer? Yeah, you get to like pick the stuff that's in the store. Oh, that's fun. Isn't that fun? Ooh, I, I think that would be I fun. I think you would be really good at I that I think job. you would be really good Yeah, at I was going to say me, but then I thought, no, I should probably say Jody. <laughs> Uh, All right, so uh, ticket sales, uh, IMAX Theater and Yellowstone National Park. Yeah, what a unique thing, I thought. Blair Hotels. What does Blair Hotels sell tickets for? Well, Blair Hotels is located in Cody, Wyoming, which is the east entrance to Yellowstone National Park. And over there, they have, um, you know, their rodeo that they do. And there was that um, (sighs) Buffalo Bill Museum, I think it was. And so there's just, oh, and the show on the street that they do. And anyway, there's just stuff going on in that town. And a lot of that stuff has an entrance fee. And so in the Blair Hotel gift shop was a ticket booth. And you could buy tickets for the different stuff happening in town. So I would love that because you get to, oftentimes you get to go to the different shows. So you know what all the different shows are and be able to then talk and answer questions about them. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be Mm -hmm. really cool. Cool. All right. And then last but not least. This was kind of a unique one. Our 108th job title here would be merchandisers for a 12 to 16 consecutive week store remodel. Yeah. So this was an employer called Premier Workforce. And so I think they just go around to different stores, bring in a team to like just totally refresh a store Mm. and remodel it and just fix it all up. So it's a short term uh, type position. Yeah. But it still was, it was kind of retail, but kind of anyway. So I put it in here. Yeah. So it'd be sort of retail but you wouldn't have to deal with any customers so it's yeah kind of outside of the not the traditional retail all right so next up's a really fun category wineries and breweries Woohoo! oh yeah so. i mean some people may be like nope not a chance but we've definitely visited that's, a few of that's these our jam we'd be we'd be <laughs> these are the types of jobs when they come in i'm like oh we may have to take this one goodbye work camper news we gotta go <laughs> <laughs> just kidding um, a couple of the different employers we've seen advertised with us would be Prairie Berry. Um, They're in South Dakota. Yep. In the Black Hills. They have a winery and a brewery. Yeah, they expanded over the years. They're doing yeah. really well, I think. And they just built recently in the last year or two a campground specifically for their work campers, which is awesome. Yeah. And then there's another in Maine called Booth Bay Craft Brewery Tavern and RV Resort. Mm-hmm. Like, if that's not, like, the best business combination, I don't know what is. <laughs> Indeed. And then uh, another one we've seen advertised is, I don't even know how to say that, Villa 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 Balaza. Villa Balaza. Villa Balaza. Winery and Vineyard in Wisconsin. Yeah. That's a pretty fancy sounding place for Wisconsin. It is, yeah. I like it, though. Okay. So we've got Beer Wine Tender, where, you know, you're 
interacting with the guests and pouring them the wares. Uh, if they have a restaurant on site, they may need a cook or a chef, a dishwasher, server. Uh, some of these places will host events like weddings or, you know, private parties. So you might be part of their event services team. Uh, wine production mm -hmm. at that place in Wisconsin. I don't know if they let you step on the grapes. You know, like <laughs> I Love Lucy in that famous episode, she got to step on the grapes. I don't, they're probably, that's probably not hygienic. They probably don't really do that anymore. But, you know, it'd still be fun to be part of the process. Sure, they have robot feet now. That's my Robot guess. feet, yeah. <laughs> that's more, more likely. Um, janitorial and cleanup. Uh, and then, of course, retail, uh, retail, selling wine, maybe other food products. Oh, and that reminds me. There's an entity called Cherry Republic, and they're in Michigan, I'm pretty sure. And they are cherry-rific. They sell, like, everything cherry, like mm -hmm. all kinds of different food products, but also wine, which is why I kind of had them in this category. Uh, but they're one of those, Luke, like you said, they don't have RV sites available, mm. so they have connected with a local RV park to um, provide a discounted rate for um, staying at that RV park. Um, but... They've always been super nice folks up there at Cherry Republic. Next category, which we're at 117, guys. So we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> yes. So next category is the produce harvest category. Yeah. Uh, now, the most popular one that we're campers maybe already know about is the sugar beet harvest. That's going to be kind of the main harvesting opportunity for our campers out there. But I did find some others um, there were farmers seeking help for a grain harvest in Minnesota, corn, soybean harvest in Iowa, uh, even carrots at one of the farms, but mostly in the Midwest. Yeah, so some of these types of jobs that are available would be like piler operator, where you're piling up all the different produce onto scales, um, or even yeah, just the big the bean piles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, special equipment operator, like maybe you're driving a skid steer or, or mm -hmm. something. Uh, uh, you could be a helper, sample taker, tester, testing the uh, maybe like the humidity, or not the humidity, but the... Um, well, uh, one thing I know is you test the sugar content sugar of the content, beets. Sure. What's the moisture content? That's moisture, the yep, yep, um, yep. You might be at the scale house, like I said, checking yep. the scales, watching when they're dumping all the produce on the scales to how heavy it's getting. Mm-hmm. Um, Semi-truck, truck drivers. Mm -hmm. Transporting the food around. Tractor drivers mm -hmm. or camp hosts at dedicated RV parks for these specific produce harvesters. So. And that's sugar beet harvest mostly. And Express Employment Professionals does the hiring for sugar beet harvest in Michigan as well as um, their uh, Montana, Dakota, Minnesota operations as well. And they find RV parks and RV site areas for the work campers to stay at. Um, so sometimes they'll usually, they'll have a couple positions available just to be camp hosts at those specific RV site locations. So. Okay. That's pretty cool. And that's more short-term opportunities too, those ones. Mm -hmm. Most often in the fall. Right. Yep. Okay. Some other short-term types of, of work you can find out there in our work camping resources would be uh, places like Aramark, who hires for... Um, like um, like stadiums and sports parks. What is NRG Park? I don't know. That's just what the park is called, NRG oh, Park. Okay, that got me. Yeah, so at, NR, well, at NRG Park specifically, they were hosting the Houston Rodeo and also some NCAA final basketball whatever whatever games and so they need work campers to work in the concession stands at these different stadiums um, so there are other rodeos that have advertised for work campers as well as maybe like spring training um, at the baseball stadiums in Arizona and typically that's going to be through a concessionaire like Aramark it's whatever company is kind of operating that those you know concession stands so um, with those jobs, you're going to be doing things like being a stand supervisor, uh, cashiering, cooking the food, which is, you know, probably going to be hot dogs and hamburgers and kind of easy stuff like that. Um, running things, whether it's, you know, you're delivering food to people or going to get supplies from a central location and bringing it back to the stand. Um, and then warehouse staff to manage all of the, you know, materials needed to make the concession stands happen. Sure. Or maybe parking volunteers um, or yeah. 
That and that would be um, like specifically, I've seen the Albuquerque Hot Air Balloon Festival. I've seen them advertise for parking volunteers. Um, and there was a strawberry festival once, probably in Florida, I think it was, that needed parking volunteers. Uh, but we also have a couple Renaissance fairs that are in Texas. Um, and I think they're set up to like do multiple Renaissance fairs a year, but mm -hmm. it, it could be they would let you just come in and work a few of the events, not have to be there for longer term. Um, I forget, I'd have to look into that again. But that puts us at 130 Ooh. positions. Going quick. We're getting there, you guys. 70 more to go. 70 more Stick to go. With us. <laughs> All right. All right. So, new category. This category would be historical societies, museums, and nonprofit organizations. We've had a number of different types of those employers advertise with us over the years. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, just a couple of quick ones here that Jody wrote down here would be Wolf Creek Grist Mill in Historic Park. Mm hmm. Um, I don't remember where that is. I'm sorry. I didn't write it down. <laughs> Crazy Horse Memorial in South Dakota. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. San Jacinto Battleground State Historical Site in Texas. Mm hmm. Susitna. Salmon Center, Susitna, that's Alaska. It is in yeah. Alaska, yeah. I believe it's near Takitna. Sounds yeah. right. Uh-huh. But these are fun ones. Um, oftentimes, you might be just um, operating their museum if they have a little museum or visitor center. Oh, and another one, too, that I, I didn't put in my list is uh, lighthouses. There are many lighthouses in uh, Michigan, some along the East Coast, especially some in Oregon and California that have advertised for uh, lighthouse tour guides. So um, if you really want to get your steps in, yeah. uh, that would be a good position for you um, going up and down those steps and giving people tours of a lighthouse. Uh, there may also be welcome center staff needed, an admissions host, cultural center host, uh, interpreter or reenactor. So I know especially there's a place called Barberville Pioneer Settlement and that's in Florida. And they are like, it's set up to be like a old timey little town and they have all the different buildings and facilities and it's set up, you know, to be how it was in yesteryear. And so the work campers get to wear like, you know, the the garb of the day and <laughs> do demonstrations of like churning butter and you know quilting and that kind of stuff so again if you have fun unique things you like to do or you've always wanted to play dress up and pretend you were a pioneer there are opportunities for you for sure <laughs> <laughs> and then of course maybe maintenance or a cleaning job there's that maintenance again every time <laughs> every time <laughs> Uh, another yeah. category we've got here would be like professional desk jobs. Uh, we have seen a few of these advertised with Work Camper News, especially lately. There's been a lot for Jackson Hewitt for tax preparations. Mm -hmm. uh, they're always looking for help during tax season to, uh, you know, get you guys in there to help manage that that crazy tax the onslaught. So, yeah, yeah, um, and they do training too. So even if you haven't done tax preparation before, you're not an accountant or whatever. Um, they have a school that you go through and training to go through to help you do that. So that's pretty cool. So lots of Jackson Hewitt's um, advertising now for work campers. I don't know that I've seen it advertised in the magazine, but there's also like medical transcriptionist. Mm -hmm. um, I think we've seen that before. Um, oh, she's pointing at the other pages. I, we'll be getting into some of I was trying to think like of that. other professional slash desk jobs because you only have one listed here. Well, that is I know, <laughs> and but that one was more of the probably W-2 employee type professional desk job. We sure. are going to get into some other kind of small business and okay. stuff ideas later on that might also fall under this category. This is not a perfect system. <laughs> it was just a good place to start. Sure. Yeah. All right, well, then moving on from that, we've got golf courses. Mm -hmm. uh, at mm -hmm. a golf course, you may do things Things like course maintenance, clubhouse services, golf shop attendant, food service. You might be mowing the greens, picking mm -hmm. up trash, picking up golf balls. Uh, <laughs> All that. Cl cleaning, hey, maintenance, you know. The golf <laughs> like the golf carts themselves sure. might need cleaning and attending to. Or rental, rental shops. Uh, mm -hmm. Could be the, the manager of the golf cart rentals. Lots of different opportunities at a, at a golf course. Look at you making up more positions than what's on the page. Hey. Overachiever. You're now getting more than 200, Woo. everybody. Might be up to 205. Watch out. <laughs> All right. So next category would be holiday-related jobs mm -hmm. uh, or employers. Um, so some of these types of jobs would be like the Christmas tree lot attendants or managers. Or oh, and we have 
multiple employers um, of Christmas tree farms that yeah. have been advertising for work campers, Holiday Hills, um, Hardy Trees, Hopper Brothers, um, any of them have been working with work campers for a long time and truly understand uh, who work campers are. Uh, in addition to Christmas trees, there's also pumpkin lot attendance where you're selling pumpkins during the Halloween season. Mm-hmm. Uh, fireworks sales tents, of course, during the 4th of July. Uh, Christmas lights, putting them up and taking them down. Yeah, the one we've seen is um, in Knoxville, Tennessee. That's the only um, mm. entity that's advertised so far for work campers. But. but, you know, those types of businesses exist all over the place. And yeah. if you, you know, if you wanted to work for one of those places in your area... You could always call them and see if they had any uh, space for an RV or around their mm-hmm. facility or something. Yeah, so, or just nearby. Yeah. Could be fun. All right. So uh, last one on this list is kiosk attendant at a mall. Oh, yeah. boy, isn't that fun? <laughs> I mean, hey, it, and sometimes these positions, it's not necessarily about the work that you're doing. It's about interacting with the people during the holiday season Hopefully those people are in better moods because it's the holiday season. I know that's not always the case, Mm -hmm. but um, But, yeah. And I think with the kiosk attendants, there's a company called Big Sports Cart. Um, hmm. Seas Candies also has been, um, although I don't, they get enough referral business. I don't know that they really advertise anymore, but Mm. so yeah, yeah, it's just, you know, attendance, little shops like that in different malls, but it might be in the place you want to be at for the holiday season winter time frame yeah so you know it might be perfect for you in that regard and with these positions too oftentimes there is um commissions and so the more you sell the more money you're gonna make all right next up we have um and this is a little bit holiday related as well but not exactly um and that's fulfillment center operations now, maybe you've seen the Amazon Camper Force program being advertised. Um, that was Amazon.com Fulfillment Centers seeking work campers for the holiday season. Um, you know, that's been going on for about the last 12 years or so. Uh, but last I have been told Camper Force program will be discontinued after this year. So uh, we're not including them anymore. So sorry if you wanted. I mean, you can still go work for Amazon, but they're not going to have their Camper Force program. Uh, but DigiKey is an electronics fulfillment center up in Minnesota. Uh, they're actively <laughs> hiring work campers, and they have positions pretty much any time of year that you want to go. Uh, JCPenney looks for folks in the uh, winter months. And then there was another entity called Premier Crew in Texas that is a fulfillment center uh, seeking additional help. So those types of positions, you're going to be picker, packer, uh, migration, which is maybe moving stuff from one building to another, uh, receiving the products coming into the fulfillment centers and putting them away, cleaning, of course, and maintenance, maintenance of course, <laughs> always. All right, moving in, we are at number 155, and our next category is... Animals. 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 Yeah. So if you're interested in animals and in looking at the list, it could be... Um, fish, deer, uh, llamas, horses, and ponies. No big cats? No, no big cats. Not on our list, but that's definitely a, a yeah. type of animal uh, facility that you could potentially work in. Yeah, at. and there are some. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one big cat sanctuary in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. They do have RV sites yep. on site that they rent out, uh, but I I don't know if they would hire work campers or not, but maybe you can maybe. ask. We might have to ask. Yeah. All right, so uh, some of these types of jobs would be maybe like a, at a hunter check station or an attendant uh, at a check station for fish and wildlife. Yeah. Um, I mean, that one, it would be a little tough. You have to, and that's like for deer season, turkey season, and I don't know, it's like five or six different seasons. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you'd have to have a moderately strong stomach for that one. <laughs> I don't know if I could do it myself. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So then volunteering at an animal refuge or sanctuary, uh, as an example, Goat House Farm in Florida or mm-hmm. Safe Harbor Farms. Uh, They're in South Carolina, I believe. Safe mm-hmm. Harbor Farm is. Uh, um, volunteer camp hosting at Neil Taylor Nature Center. That's out in California. Um, so that's more of an educational center where like groups of kids go and do events and stuff like that. Um, there are fish hatcheries, especially in Oregon, um, that have the need for attendance. And 
those locations oftentimes don't have a lot of public interaction. Like they may do some tours or stuff here and there, but it's not like a campground where a bunch of people are coming and going all the time. Um, you could be a helper on a small farm. Uh, Windy Valley Llama Farms in Georgia, I want to say, um, has been looking for work campers for a long time, um, utilizing work campers for a long time. So I think that would be pretty cool. And then for people that like horses, we have some options too. Of course, maintenance. You could be maintenance at a park that has horses like Kiva RV Park and Horse Motel. New Mexico. Uh, you could be an office worker at a park that has horses. Again, like Kiva RV Park and Horse Motel. <laughs> <laughs> um you could be a pony ride handler, like at Flying J Ranch Chuck Wagon Supper and Show in New Mexico. Yeah. So if so, you like kids and ponies, that, that'd that be is your, a good combination right there. Right there. Yep. Yeah. All, All right, right. So we kind of talked a little bit about how if you have a hobby, you might be able to like find a work camping job that plays on that. And, you know, so we discussed some other options already if you're a kayak or ATV or jeeper, et cetera. Um, but here are some others that we thought kind of fell into hobbies. And the first one is gun range safety officer. And Luke, that's what you were thinking about earlier with the Clark County shooting part. Yeah, that's the one that was in Vegas. Yeah. Or at least it was Yeah. in that area. In the vicinity yeah. of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and super so cool. Beautiful gun range. Uh, um, they had an RV park. I think specifically just for their work campers, uh, they had like shade covers and they had uh, all beautiful shooting range concrete houses. Like I don't exactly know, like a, a shooting towers or something. And yeah, it was it, it was quite the facility. So if you like guns and, and think that would be a cool opportunity, definitely check them out there. Yeah, and you pretty much just kind of keep the place clean and pick up the brass and police the brass, police the brass. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, next one would be bike shop staff, maybe in sales or in bike repair. Mm-hmm. RV dealership staff, if you just really love RVs, you could sell them or mm-hmm. work at a dealership doing uh, repair or cleaning or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. RV dealership service technician, there you go, if you like yep. to do repairs on RVs. Yep. Uh, if you like cooking or um, sales or event type things, you could be a food truck operator yeah sherry's crab cakes they're kind of more up in the northeast but they've recently started hiring work campers and so they provide you with the food truck cart thing that you tow around with you to different events that they are connected with and yeah you get to sell their crab cakes Hmm. i wonder how smelly that is Uh, you could be a comedian. Uh-huh. <laughs> South Dakota's original 1880 town is hiring comedians. Uh, or singer-performers. Yeah. Indeed. And that's another one of those. I didn't have that under, like, the, you know, the nonprofit historical society, even though, like, it kind of is a historical society mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's more of a for-profit business kind of stuff. So that's why it's in here. So those who have... Those kinds of skills could put them to work. And mm-hmm. that is, oh, it's obviously it's in South Dakota. Okay, mm-hmm. we said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So next category uh, deals with kids or children. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's all kinds of kids camps and summer camps and places that children love to go for. Yeah. And that's going to be more seasonal typically yeah. more often um, just in the summer months. A couple of different advertisers we've pulled from here. Camp Civitan. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. yeah. For individuals with disabilities. Developmental disabilities. Yeah. That one's in Arizona. Or kids summer camps like Camp Woodmont in Tennessee. Uh, mm-hmm. Church camps we've had. Yeah. Bayshore Family Camp is one of them. Yeah. I think I put that in another category. Oh, the next category is ministry and religious. Look at me skipping ahead again. You're fine. Right. You're doing great. So some things you might do at a, a with kids camp kids would camps, be yeah. uh, maybe working in the kitchen, uh, being a cook, uh, janitori- janitorial, excuse me, yeah. uh, housekeeping. Yeah. Maybe some maintenance, mowing, etc. <laughs> yep. uh, home parents at a children's home, like Methodist Children's Home. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that? Home parents. Yeah, so that one you're just you're getting the kids to and from their different you know appointments that they may have or activities that they're doing. Um, you're just sort of serving as a loving, supportive adult in these kids' lives. Um, just kind of, you know, helping them through living their day-to-day lives Hmm. at these children's homes. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds tough. 
it can be tough, but there's, as you know, there are certain people that are really just built for that yeah. and are really good at it. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm talking to Jody's heartstrings here. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Um, so Next moving category. on, ministry, religious category. We're at 175, Oh boy, everybody. we're almost done. We're almost there. We've almost made it. Uh, let's see. So these would be like Christian Resort Ministries or Bayshore Camp and Family Ministries that mm-hmm. we mentioned in the last one there. Yeah. Trinity Pines Conference Center uh, and many others that have advertised with us. Um, but you could be maybe an RV Resort Chaplain or, again, a chef or a cook. At these camps um, or the conference centers. Doing maintenance. Yeah. Uh, Christian ministry in the national parks. You That's kind of a unique one. Work for a concessionaire, but also lead interdenominational Christian workshop services in the national parks. Mm-hmm. So that one's like a twofer. Yeah. So when you go with them, when you become a part of their program, they help you with finding a job with one of the concessionaires that we already talked about, Aramark, Delaware North, etc. But at the same time, you would also be leading these worship services or maybe, you know, studies with your fellow employees that are there working in the national park. And that might be fellow work campers. It could be the international students that are coming in to work at these national parks for the summer. It could be locals that are just there. Um, so it, it's pretty unique. It's a, it's a twofer. Mm-hmm. I like twofers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can serve a purpose in those ways. For sure. Yeah. All right. Next category we have. Would uh, this be this is this is random town random over here. Other random unique positions. Yeah. What do we got? Okay. So first up um, is being a commercial building evaluator, and um, that's with ID plans. And they I made that title up by the way, but just you know context clues. So you create property drawings and you gather data on these commercial buildings. So you're kind of going up ladders. You're doing a lot of walking and annotating a lot of stuff into probably some software. And that's going to be like shopping malls and different stuff like that. But it's shorter term, you know, you're going to work a job and get it done and then get paid and you're done. So um, that's more independent contractory kind of stuff. Or maybe move on to the next one. Or move on to the Mm -hmm. next one. Yep. Yep. So that one you're not necessarily fixed in one location for a long period of time. Um, Also, this one, this employer didn't specifically advertise for this, but this was a job that a work camper shared about (laughs) in an issue of our magazine. All right, so this couple are dog trainers, okay? And they travel with some of their dogs that they have trained. And they were at this campground, and this campground has a pond, and the pond attracted geese. And the geese kept coming over to the more kind of active side of the pond where, like, kids would run around and play or people wanted to fish or whatever and leave undesired deposits (laughs) in that area. So the campground traded a campsite with these work campers in trade for them letting their dog out to herd the geese and keep the geese on the far side of the pond away from <laughs> where the, the the campers wanted to be. That is quite the job. And that was the work camper job. <laughs> yeah, their dog basically was working for them. That's awesome. So you guys, you never know what you're going to come upon, okay? And um, some other stuff, something that's popular with a lot of uh, work campers, especially if you're a two-person team, is gate guarding. Um, It's a more lucrative position, but it's kind of a 24-7, somebody's got to be on site all the time. And that's working like the oil uh, lots throughout Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, maybe New Mexico sometimes. Um, And you're just kind of on site, security, checking people in and out and it can be kind of remote, but apparently it pays really well. People mm. like it. Mm-hmm. And next up. We are on our last page, folks. We're Woo-hoo! almost done here. So uh, to finish out the other unique positions category, we have self-storage business managers, uh, like Access Self-Storage in Texas, um, mobile field technicians for companies like Southern Cross, where you survey underground national ga- natural gas lines. So again, if you um, like walking, that's a good one for yeah, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, transporting RVs. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe you've got a big F three fifty dually, and you're trying to put it to good use. You could go and pick up trailers from manufacturers and transport them to dealers around the country. That's kind mm-hmm. of an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. That that's, that's the end few, of that category. Yeah, they were just kind of randos there. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so some other sales positions that we wrote down here would be. Campground map, local ad sales like uh, AGS and Southeast Publications who make the campground maps and you would go and sell 
advertisement space on those campground maps. Um, another one would be RV resort lot sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At some of those bigger, you know, like we talked about earlier, the RV resorts with like many, 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 many sites. And oftentimes those ones, they're not, you know, weekly, nightly, monthly customers. It's you buy a lot there yeah. and that's your spot, you know, so you could sell those. We, I think a hotline ad got posted just today mm. for that type of job mm. with thousand trails. Cool. I know so. I've seen that type of thing at RV shows, mm-hmm. especially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. And then some remote work type positions. There's going to be a bunch of different remote work type of positions. But not but advertised to work campers specifically. Not advertised to work campers specifically, yes. Yeah. Not, not typically yeah. on our site. We don't get a lot of remote work type jobs um, because it's not your typical work camping job. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're in an RV or if you're... Sitting at, in a house at, house somewhere. Yeah, or if you're in Hawaii. If it's remote work, it's remote work. So... But a couple that we have seen advertised with Work Camper News would be the RV Ambassador Program. Yeah, an RV that's A-R-V-I-E, and it's, I guess, a website where you can book campsites. And it's some kind of membership service. Mm -hmm. You have to pay a membership fee in order to then book the campsites. So you get people to become members of this website. Okay. Uh, Another one would be rvpoints.com. And they have an ambassador position that they've advertised for before. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Rinse and repeat to what I just said before. <laughs> RV technical service advisors, which would be for CoachNet, and that's yeah. If you have an if you have an issue and you're a CoachNet member, you're basically you can, working the call center for yeah. CoachNet. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, uh, that's going to be a little less, a little more um, structured, I would say. Yeah. Where the other two, you know, ambassador programs, you're just. You're cold calling, you're talking to people, you're, you know, you make money when you make sales where this RV technical service advisor with CoachNet, that's a little more where you're going to work certain hours and do sure. the call center type type thing. Um, and then the last one is a wheel estate agent. Um, so there's this company called RV Wheelitor. <laughs> it's a website. It's an RV for sale website. Um, and so you can work with them to be an agent or a brand ambassador. So helping to get more RVs listed for sale on this website. What a clever name. Right? It's cute. I think it's <laughs> cute. The owner's super nice. All right. So uh, that gets us to 190. So only 10 left. Oh, here, here we go. So we're into small business ideas. Yeah, and this is more for the folks where maybe you don't want to work for somebody else. Um, Maybe you want the tax benefits and freedom of operating your own business on the road. Or maybe you have this business already and you could just take it on the road with you. And so that's going to be um, some ideas we had for that are uh, mobile RV repair. That's certainly something that's in high demand mm-hmm. in a lot of places. For sure. Um, and you can get training to become an RV technician at the National RV Training Academy, and that's in Athens, Texas. So you can check out nrvta.com um, to get more information on that if, if you're not already educated in that. Or maybe you want to be an RV inspector, mm-hmm. inspecting new and used RVs for people before sale or, or uh, after sale even if you... Maybe just bought a new RV and think it has some problems. You could get it inspected, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully before the sale. But um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, again, if you're interested in RV inspections, you could check out the National RV Training Academy in Athens, Texas for that as well. Oh, because that's what you get training there to then go on to the inspector program. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. right. Um, so you could be making something crafty and selling it at shows or events or even at some RV parks. Yeah, um, absolutely. And that could be, like, we knew a gentleman who engraved guns. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really cool. Uh, we have a family that are t- full-time traveling, and they sell, like, these hair bow things that they make, like girls' hair bows or guys mm. if they want to wear hair bows. Um, at, maybe at different Yeah, making signs. Those stained glass windows we've seen for sale at shows. Yeah, or quilts. Yeah. Oh, and like Susan that we met in Oregon, like most of the lower bays of her Class A motorhome were filled with yarn and she <laughs> knit hats and gloves That's and right. stuff like crazy. So, you know, if you enjoy doing something like that, you might be able to find different shows or events um, and that might even dictate your travels. Oh, that's right. And I think there's, it's either a podcast episode or an article, this couple makes these like custom fancy Santa Claus 
sculptures or something. <laughs> and so, like, when there are, like, that's when they RV. Like, they're mostly in their sticks and bricks, but then they're putting together these Santa Clauses. And when they go RVing, that's when they're going to shows and events to sell these hmm. fancy Santa Clauses. Okay. And, like, that's the only time they RV in the year. Hmm. So it doesn't even have to be if you're a full-time RVer. You could just do it part-time, too. It's pretty cool. Um, some other small business ideas we've got listed here is bookkeepers. You could easily do that from the road in your RV, wherever you are, as long as you have internet. Oh, yeah. Um, RV roof repair, sealant applications, if you're redoing people's roofs. Yeah, there's a few different companies. Um, RV Armor is one of them. I know that's um, hired work campers before to apply their products. You could potentially set up shop as a RV washer uh, no, like I know, but this is a different one. But this oh. made me think of that. Okay, you know there are mobile wash trucks oh, and stuff you're that right. have like jug, uh, uh, whatever tanks for Pressured pressure water. washer tanks and stuff mm-hmm. on their vehicles and their trucks and stuff to go and and do remote car washing and RV washing. That's um, smart. RV related products like RV wash chemicals, wash wax all with RVing Spirit. Yeah. So well, RVing Spirit is the employer that is seeking work campers to help them with selling their product called Wash Wax All. Gotcha. And it's it's products that you use to wash and clean your RV. And that would be like at an RV show probably more typically. Yeah. Or maybe in the campgrounds and stuff that yeah. they're at. I mean, sure. if you do have something, a business or a service you want to do at a campground, always ask management or the ownership first to make sure it's okay for you to be doing that on their property. Um, and that kind of goes for these next ones, yeah. um, like being a hairstylist or a barber, uh, dog grooming or pet sitting, um, and also selling products um, that are in kind of more of like a MLM or one of those kind of programs, like essential oils, Tupperware, those health drinks or powders that are supposed to, you know, make a superhuman, uh, you know, different types of clothing, things like that. Um, you know, that can either be your sole source of income or potentially just a little side gig to, um, you know, put a little bit of extra money in your pocket to help cover those expenses. So. All right. All right. I think we did it, Jody. We did it. We, that was more than 200 actually, because you threw in some extra ones. I'm I'm impressed. Mm -hmm. I'm impressed. Although that makes up for some of those duplications of maintenance that we had on there so <laughs> true story true story all right yeah but so. uh so that is that's crazy that's over 200 job listings took us about an hour to get through all that but uh you know the crazier thing is that's not even all the opportunities out there for work campers there's all kinds of stuff it's truly amazing the fun stuff that work campers can find to do absolutely so. and um it, you know in the 35 years since work camper news started this community Uh, The opportunities have really evolved as new businesses and entities have become aware of this great niche of people. And just as we always have, we here at Work Camper News, we're going to continue to provide you guys with the best avenues for learning how to be successful in this lifestyle and easily find the right jobs for you. Yeah, and one of those avenues is obviously this podcast. Uh So thanks so much for listening and supporting us so that we can provide this resource for you. Uh, We'd also like to take a moment and thank our podcast host and producer, Greg Gerber. He's been a great friend to us and the RVing community, and we could not do this without him. So thank you, Greg. Here's to another 200 episodes. Here, here. Happy word camping, everybody.